Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. You doing it? Or I'll I'm start. Doing it? I'll do all it. Right. Coming up in this episode of Fire Talk Radio, Roe versus Wade is finally overturned. People get uh, more gun rights, and Dave Chappelle doesn't want neighbors. All that, plus, I got to walk around naked today because I'm home alone. Coming up in episode 37 of Fire Talk Radio. I can only count. We are back, and uh, holy shit, did a lot happen this week. Oh, good lord. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't even want to. This is going to be it, an interesting. It's been a very long week as it is, and now. Well, I, I did take that break because I went to a uh, wrestling camp uh, with my son and my wrestling team. So there was a lot that happened last week, and then we had a lot that happened this week with Supreme Court uh, rulings. Uh, you know, just a ton of stuff. My family decided, or my wife and my son decided, uh, they wanted to go, uh, visit her parents, left me home with the dogs. Cause that's the problem when you own dogs is somebody has to stay home to watch them. And it was awesome. Cause I, I, I was telling uh, Ryan before that, uh, I went and worked out this morning, uh, did my jujitsu and my kickboxing, uh, taught a little wrestling. 
come home, take my shower. I get out of the shower, do the obligatory, wrap the towel around my waist, and then realize I'm home alone. For the next three days, I can walk around naked all day if I wanted to. Again, didn't really want to know nor care to find out about that. But isn't that isn't that like every guy's dream? Just like, you know what? I don't feel like wearing clothes today. I mean, it's sure. I mean, it, it it's it's comfortable. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to do what I do and actually I spent the day watching TV and like cleaning, but still. Um, I mean, whatever works for you, I guess. <laughs> you you uh, really don't want to jump into this yeah, conversation. No, no, I'm trying. No, I'm really not fucking trying to ha- in, indulge in this conversation all that much. <laughs> You're doing everything you can to avoid it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. So this is episode 37. Um, we are Fire Talk Radio. Check us out on YouTube um, at Fire Talk Radio. Hit subscribe, like follow us you can hang out we can chit chat i have the chat box up so we'll entertain um plus also and don't if you forget if you, on youtube you subscribe there you hit the little bell every time we go live you get a little uh, uh a jingle a little a little dingle dangle jingle i don't know what else to say it, it brings it notifies you that we're live and you can watch us live which also means you can chat with us live you know i mean i'll try to pay attention in the middle of conversation i'll I'll just let jason rant for a bit and i'll 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 pop over um i I don't rant do i rant (laughs) a little bit (laughs) bit. (laughs) it's not like i go on like these big long soliloquies or anything no no fantastically (laughs) you don't um but again yeah this is episode 37 uh fire talk radio uh dot com is our website it i know it's kind of a little sketchy at the moment we are we are eventually going to get it back up and going and paying attention to it um you can always email us at fire talk network at gmail.com leave us a voicemail at 814-380-9820 and all music is provided by psycho stick because they are fantastic um that's right I'm trying to think of it what, uh, I feel like I forgot something else. I, no, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, a lot of stuff happened. Uh, um, the big news for today, because we're recording this on uh, Friday, June 24th. And today, the United States Supreme Court. At like has, 10 a.m. Good Lord, that shit was early. Uh, has overturned. Well, they released their official uh decision uh that uh overturns roe versus wade uh the um abortion uh decision that uh basically federally stops states from imposing their own abortion laws that's what roe versus wade did uh they said you know anything after the third trimester yeah do whatever you want but before the third trimester you can't stop people. Yeah, I mean, the whole, I mean, I know California has a late-term abortion. Literally, like, the baby could be coming out, and you'd be like, oh, I don't want it. And The baby's crowning, die. and uh, the doctor just drives a nail. Yeah, no, 
Um, I understand. Okay, so abortion for medical for medical reasons, like oh, the 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 mother of the child is in danger of their life if they have this child. Fine, imminent Underst- and immediate danger. Yes, understandable. Um, and then I think I got into a conversation with somebody about rape. I said rape with a guilty verdict. Like it is proven by by a court that you were that it was premeditated rape, not you had consensual sex and you woke up the next day and was very unhappy and decided to call it rape. Right. Um and I, I you know the me- on the, a moral and- level I'll differ with you, but I'll let you Go ahead. And my thing is, there's a lot of people out there that just use it as birth control, and I think that's absolutely disgusting. Um, You had no problem doing the act. You should have, you should be able to, you should suffer the consequences of your actions. Right. Um. Man, if that makes you a parent, that makes you a parent. Um, well, the thing is, is there's more consequences to sex than just a baby. Yeah, no. I, mean, um, I watched a YouTuber that, um, I want or not a YouTuber, a TikToker, um, that's like a millennial Spike Lee or something like that. Uh, yes. You know, interesting guy. Really he, interesting he is guy. Very interesting. I don't agree. I, I don't agree with him on everything, but the way that he presents it, he is very open-minded to the discussions as long as you're he discussing is, it with him, not. He is all about the conversation. That is right. what I like. He is he is for a conversation, um, right. which is very nice. Um, there's another TikToker on there. Uh, was it Tizzy? Tizzy Ant? I don't know if you've ever seen him. I, I can't him. agree with him at all whenever I see him on TikTok because he's so far left, it's he's making a hook turn. Um but we were he was talking about the issue in Yodalva, the, the Udaldi, the school shooting. Yeah. Where the officer's wife was texting the officer while they were in the hallway. She was bleeding out. And they arrested the guy because he was going to go in and save his wife. Right. Which any husband would. Any, any man, normal good person any, any would. Any person with a, right. if they had a gun or not a gun. They got a direct message knowing where the guy is. And my, you're here in this corner and you're bleeding out. Would have gone in there. Right. Without a with, without a fucking heartbeat. We'll we'll get into that. That is on the menu. Yes. Um, yes. That is. I will honestly say, when he made that comment and he was backing it up, I was like, this is probably the only fucking time I have ever agreed with anything you said. Right. And well, I and and, I, and and that and that's not. A left or a right thing. That is a person. That is right. That is just no. 
anybody that grew up during the Columbine era right. understands why a lot of us understand why protecting schools is so important. Um, I remember I am... the day after Columbine, and I I had tr- I had a full trench coat my I had had for years, and they yunked it off me only because of the stigma of the trench coat trench coat mafia because of the kids from Columbine. Um, I wonder but... if I can text this and play it. Uh, can you play TikTok on? Uh the tv or on the tv on uh there's an app on the computer there's a tiktok app on for the like for the mac for me i don't know i know there's one for uh pc um well let me text chat this to you then uh i'll send it over uh facebook messenger and see if you can play it um this is uh uh video from uh the millennial Spike Lee, and he brings up uh, some really good points. Um, he was replying to a person that talked about HIV. And as he put it, um, he talks about how uh, he was young and he's gay and he moved to New York and had a lot of unprotected sex and ended up with HIV, with the hip. Um, and he said, the thing is, is... Uh, well, actually, yeah, play it from him, uh, not that one. That's the one you said. Oh, me. that is the one. That is the one. Okay. Yep. Well, let's take a moment and have this discussion. And for the record, I want to say thanks. I never talked about HIV on TikTok, and you've given me the opportunity to do so today. The first meeting of the minds is what I think you're trying to say, and that is, is that sex has consequences. And I can meet you there. Yes. A little bit of context. I was a young boy in Alaska who sought bigger things and went to school out in New York. I was also gay and a freaking Scorpio. It's giving high sex drive. Don't forget I look good as hell too. When I touched down in New York at 19, it was very quick that I knew I was home because I was being noticed a lot. I'm not going to go into too many more details, but long story short, I end up getting the hid, if you will, V-I-H, if you're Spanish. And much like a child would change a heterosexual's life, HIV changed this homosexual's life. Everything I did was different after that. Everything. How I felt about myself, how I thought my family felt about me, how I thought my friends felt about me, how they felt about me, what I saw myself doing, going, and succeeding. All the change, because I was irresponsible with my body. It was a hard lesson and much like a child, it's forever. Like a child, there were stages to it, right? When I first was diagnosed, it was scary. I didn't know what to do. And I was like, how am I gonna be a good HIV person? What am I gonna do if I get sick? What medications or cocktails, if you will, should I feed it? But then you find other people who are parents or living with HIV, and then you learn how to navigate just a little bit better. And then one day it just clicks and you got a partner in crime now and you're always together and it becomes your best friend. You know, I never thought about it this way, but HIV, having HIV is no different than having a child because they both change your life for the better. That being said, here's where they differ and where you and I don't have a meeting of the minds. 
unlike a baby, whether it's planned or by accident, and that does happen in the HIV world, you can't get rid of it. You can't avoid it. You can't blame anyone. You can't point the finger. Even if someone else didn't tell you that they had it. Because ultimately, if I had protected myself, I wouldn't have gotten it. Unlike a child, HIV isn't its own living thing. It's living within me. A part of me that I have to live with. A consequence that affects me. Not a consequence that I can just easily discard or remove. Pushing the conversation further, it's, it saddens me that this is what you felt was necessary to comment in regards to a post that had nothing to do with absence. You responded to what you heard, not what I said. That being said, you've simply proved my point, and that is that heteros would rather point the finger and not take the L. Hey, I mean, he's so, not wrong. What I, one thing that I took away from that, that I agree with him on, is that sex has consequences. Sex is great. Trust me, I'm married. I love sex. As a married guy, when I don't get sex, I get ornery. That's normal. Um, and don't let anyone say, well, uh, you know, uh, you're married, so you got to have sex all the time. Trust me, every married guy knows the wife holds the, uh, um, holds the power in that part of the relationship. Um, so you, you have to do what you can to try to keep them happy. But sex has consequences and unprotected sex has consequences if you're a guy and you're not protecting yourself and you don't want a baby you don't want to take the chance of getting an std like the hiv or uh syphilis or uh, general warts, any of that, um, don't have sex. I mean, that's, that's the thing. And during all of this, uh, for the last couple months, you've been hearing from the left women saying as a protest to, uh, Roe versus Wade being overturned that, well, we just won't have sex then. And we're going, a lot of us on, the conservative side are going, okay, okay. <laughs> that's right. again, your body. That's your choice. Like you don't have to. And, um, so then there's the other part of it is, and trust me, when, when I was in college and I was younger, you know, I like most guys in college would hook up, uh, after the bar, after a club, something like that. I never once um, tried to have unprotected sex. I never once tried to pressure anybody. And even with some of the relationships that I had, including my wife for a long time, when she said she was on birth control, I didn't care. I was still protecting myself. The same reason I carry a firearm is the same reason you put on a condom. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about firearms later with uh, the New York. Yeah, that's another one. The New York. Um, uh, but yeah, that's I, another what I Supreme have Court up case. Right here is Pelosi this morning, shortly after the ruling, because um, 
when I think of abortion, I think of Nancy Pelosi. Oh, she's the first person that comes to my mind. <laughs> I mean, her face looks like an abortion. Look at that. Her face looks like it's pure Botox right now. Good morning. And bad Botox. It certainly is not one. She looks like the Crypt Keeper. Morning, the radical Supreme Court. Had an abortion. Incarcerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. But the Congress will continue to act uh, to overcome this extremism and protect the American people. Today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away a woman's right to make their own reproductive health decisions. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, okay. and the Republican Party, Comes their supermajority in the Supreme Court, Always. American women today have less freedom Can than their mothers. This? With Roe and their attempt to destroy it, radical Republicans are charging ahead with their crusade to criminal. Okay. Thank you for stopping that. Um, Am I not coming through? No, you're coming through. Can you hear me? I hear. There we go. I, Can you hear me now? I hear you. Yes. Okay. So, oh, sorry. Um, Having some slight technical difficulties. My headphone wanted to be weird. <laughs> so, um, so the thing, the thing with that is, is, you know, we hear elections have consequences. We heard that with Barack Obama. We heard that yeah. now with Biden. And trust me, people are seeing the consequences of Biden. We're seeing that at the gas pump every day. I just drove 250 miles each way and, uh, you know, spent. Did almost, you see the accident happen in California at a Shell gas station? Over $200. No. Did you see the. So the guy at a Shell gas station in California, the price was supposed to go up to six ninety nine. Oh, uh, yes, the guy that accidentally dropped the dollar. And she dropped it to 69 cents. It went for like a few hours before they realized the fuck But up. they lost like $20,000. 20 grand. They lost 20 yes. grand in one day or just in a few hours. And the lady, the person was like, I'll pay it off. I'll pay it back. I'll pay the difference. They fired them instead. I was well, like, it was an accident. Right. It was a technical error. Yeah, unfortunately, you can be fired for an accident like that. If you cost, I, I've seen people when I worked at McDonald's that got fired because their till was off $15 over the course of their whole shift. That's why I refuse to ever work uh, with money at any of my jobs. Because I'm like, man, I can't do math that quick in my head. Now, I guess <laughs> most people pay with credit cards, so it's not as big of a deal yeah. back then. Um, no, before we get back into this though, uh, the thing is, is Roe versus Wade, when that was decided, mind you, by a Supreme court of all men, uh, it was a very liberal Supreme court and they basically conformed, they, they like had to manipulate their views cause there was no constitutionality Constitution to, to it. So they had to basically mold their views to say that it was a right to privacy due to the right of, to privacy. You have to allow this because it's between a woman and her doctor um, that accounted for the 90 million. Is, deaths. Abortion's not actually done at a hospital. 
It's done at a clinic. Yeah. Now, um, you have to pay out of pocket. You don't even... You, you can't well, a lot of insurance. them are funded by the government. Uh, Planned Parenthood is basically funded by the government. And yeah. government. the thing is, is... And the huh. thing is, is uh, with abortion, it takes a life. It's not the woman's right to choose because it's not her life that's being taken. It's not her life that is being destroyed. It is the life of a child that is so, being destroyed, that so, is being taken. Okay, so let's look at this at another standpoint. Okay, so I just want to hear you out. If it, if say the right to choice and women have the, like, oh, I'm keeping the baby. The man should have a right to say, go for it. Not my responsibility and walk away. I don't think that is a right either. I don't, Um, but if like they're neither one already, but one wants it, one doesn't. But if it's the other way around. The man wants the baby, and, and the woman trust me, does it. I've been there. I, I right? know for a fact what it feels like to have your child taken from you. So what? Against how your is that wishes. any different than a man being able to exit if they want to? Which I don't suggest that should happen because having the nuclear is. is Black uh, Black Lives Matter is uh, very convolutedly got to of trying to destroy right. the but nuclear I, family. Um, but I get I get what you're saying. If they have the right, the woman has the right to have an out by killing the child. Shouldn't the man have the right to have an out to say, "I'm not taking care of it"? And in theory, yes. I don't. I think both of them are parents. They created that child. They should both have to. Be responsible for it. I don't think a woman should be able to just say, listen, I'm not ready to be a parent. I'm I'm getting rid, you know, I'm destroying this child. I am killing this child. Especially when people want uh, adoptions for babies so often there's not enough babies out there for adoptions. And that's an alternative that, yeah, you have to go through nine months of suck. You know what? Again, like millennial Spike Lee said, sex has consequences. He has to live the rest of his life with AIDS. He can't not have AIDS. You had sex. You had unprotected sex. You have a baby. You have to at least, you know, go through and deal with the consequence of having sex. Not just the girl, the guy too. I think, I think. The guy should be responsible during those nine months financially and uh, just like a married couple is. When my wife was pregnant, I was just as financially responsible to help pay the medical bills, help, uh, you know, with all of her vitamins, get her to her appointments, all of that. I think that should be for non-parents, too. That should be a court order. But then... um. The guy has the right to say, if she doesn't want it, the guy has the right to say, fine, I'll raise it myself. Yeah, or I believe that we're they, both going to put it up for adoption. Yeah, I believe if 
Oh, yes. Okay, so the woman has to birth it and go through all that and everything. But in the end, she doesn't want it. But the the gentleman who helped create said child has should be able to have the legal right to say, I will take it. Right. She signs her rights away. She takes you take the baby and you and that's it. Right. And on that's their choice, and that's where that that choice should be be allowed. Right. And all, um, you know, but I, as it is now, the guy has no choice. And like I said, I've been there. I know what it feels like to legally not be able to stop your child from being murdered. And it's hard. I still think about it. I still think about that child that never came to be and I couldn't protect it. And that eats at me. Now, on to your thing about rape. I don't think in the cases of rape or even incest, again, unless we're talking about incest of like a father with a, you know, child, like a young child that, again, we're talking medical issues, a young child. Their life is in danger carrying that baby. Um, that's the only thing. But in rape and in incest, um, it's it's not the child that, that sinned. The child didn't commit a crime. The child didn't sin. Why should the child be sentenced to death for the sins of its father? No. And I don't... I don't see that as a good enough reason um, to take someone's life. You know, if somebody, if somebody raped my wife, I would not legally be allowed to murder that guy, to shoot that guy as much as I would want to. I would not be able to do that legally. And he's the one that committed the crime. And I still couldn't legally do that. Mm-hmm. All right. So since we're still on this kick, let's. Oh. This is what. Uh, this is a live look at the, the federal news building in... in downtown Dallas. have erected fences. Everybody's getting ready for fucking up uh, riots. They're expecting. Oh, yeah. Big place there. Protests have been taking place all over the nation from coast to coast on both sides of this issue today. The case that triggered Roe being overturned is known as Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. It's a Mississippi law that banned nearly all abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. President Biden addressed the nation today, denouncing the ruling this morning. We need to restore the protections of Roe as law of the land. We need to elect officials who will do that. This fall, Roe is on the ballot. Personal freedoms are on the ballot. The right to privacy, liberty, equality, they're all on the ballot. And as the president said earlier today, with your vote, you can act. And you have the final word. So this is not over. A solid conservative majority voted six to three to uphold Mississippi's abortion restriction, including Justices John Roberts, Clarence Thomas, Sam Alito, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. Three dissented, 
Justices Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan. Chief Justice Roberts voted with the majority on Dobbs, but issued a separate opinion stating that he would not have overturned Roe. So the separate vote to actually overturn Roe v. Wade was slightly closer, a 5-4 decision. Justice Alito wrote the majority opinion. In that case, it was joined by Justices Thomas, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett. So, I mean... So, again, um, we're... I love that. I love how all of a sudden, when shit keeps falling off, it's automatically... Everything is on the ballot now, so they can get... They're trying to get a blue wave. and But the thing is, Biden and Harris have fucked this whole country up. Yeah, I don't know so, if this is enough to motivate people to vote blue. Because uh, right now, people are worried about the highest inflation we've ever seen. They're worried about, uh, you know, us being in a recession or uh, stagflation. They're worried about gas prices. Uh, you know, gas prices are over $5 a gallon, the highest it's ever been in history. Um, they're worried about their jobs. They're worried about, uh, you know, paying the bills. They're worrying about, there's so much that they're worrying about. And this, I don't think is in the maybe top 10 outside of the hardcore leftists that we're going to vote blue anyway. The hardcore leftists are going to vote blue regardless of what happens. Just like the hardcore right is going to vote red. Well, I don't know. So, a handful of people don't even think that Joe Biden should uh, be the president for the next term. I mean, he does have a lower approval rating than Trump did at this point in his presidency. Think about that. Did you see Biden? Did you see the picture that someone took of him at, at the stand? Caught his uh, cheat sheet? Him holding up his cheat sheet? Yeah. Um, so that was a that was a good picture. No, I was uh, I saw that someone. I was like, well, um, I don't think that part of your of your little ticket there was supposed to be shown to the people. Well, the thing is with Biden, again, he's basically, he's so decrepit that they have to, I swear they have to shoot him up with uppers, give him a bunch of Adderall before so, uh, pushing him out on stage and then saying, you can read off of this and this alone. So before anyone says that I'm not, he's not holding that, this is the picture right before the next slide before it zooms in on the card. That that would be our, our current numbnut says, Joe Biden, the president, who can't ride a bike. Um, <laughs> no, he falls standing still. So, all right. So the first bullet point, you enter the Roosevelt room and say hello. You take your seat. The I, press I think enters. Meant... Then the press enters. You make a brief comment. Uh, you ask Liz Schuler. President AFL CIO, a question. And you thank Liz for joining virtually and you thank them and then you depart. Don't take so, any questions. I'm sure that says it at the bottom. Don't take any most questions. Most likely. <laughs> and I'll, there's him falling off his bike. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. 
And he's wearing that goofy bike helmet. I mean, I'm oh. sorry. It's there's something it's one thing to see a bunch of kids wearing bike helmets, but when you see adults and they're not like, you know, uh doing the uh a big cycling event, they're not uh, doing the Tour de France. Yeah. And you see them with them big giant like bike helmets. You're just like oh. So we were talking earlier it's like back in 2007 when Joe Biden was vice president and hell Donald Trump wasn't even thought of as to be a president yet um they all did an interview about Roe v Wade um which astonishes me cuz it's the complete opposite of how it all turned out in the end. Um, play that. Big issue in Washington. Would President Trump ban partial birth abortion? Well, look, I'm, I'm very pro-choice. I hate the concept of abortion. I hate it. I hate everything it stands for. I cringe when I listen to people debating the subject. But you still, I just believe in choice. And again, it may be a little bit of a New York background because there is some different attitude in different parts of the country. And, you know, I was raised in New York and grew up and work and everything else in New York City. But I am strongly for choice, and yet I hate the concept of abortion. But you would not ban it? No. Or ban partial birth abortion? No, I would. I would. I am, I am pro-choice in every respect and as far as it goes, but I just hate it. Let me... Well, see, he doesn't have an issue. He just like I really wasn't even gonna deal with it. I was just gonna let it be. Um, the thing is, I, is again, people that say Trump is so far right and uh, you know, mega, 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 all that stuff, and you know, uh, super, super, duper, mega people and all this stuff. I have to. I still want to remind people. He's not as far right as you think he is. He's not as conservative as you people want to make him out to be. He he wanted he wanted to originally run on the Democratic platform. Right. But they they had a plan for Hillary and they didn't want to take him. So he's like, fine. I'll do it on the Republican platform. And the Republicans was like, sure. They didn't think he was going to win. I yeah, no, but I don't think, I didn't even think he had a chance. I I remember watching Trump's debates when everybody was on the stage, and he was just, my favorite one was with uh, Judd Bush, Jed Bush, whatever, fucking chopped that motherfucker down like a, to a stump. I'm so glad we didn't get him. I don't know if I could have handled another Bush in office. No, no. Um, it it would have I, been we would have we would have gone to war immediately because that. And I think and, war, war, and the war. thing you, people need to remember the reason that most of us voted for Trump in November. I didn't vote for him in the primary. Um. In November, when we voted for him in 2016 and in 2020, um, but more so in 2016, is because 
we had Bush. We had, and then who did we have running? Obama. Uh, well, be, uh, ran against oh. Obama. Uh, Cheney. Cheney. And, and then, then Romney. Romney. Okay. You take Bush, Cheney, and Romney, the left attacks. Like, when I say attacks, like, they, you know, when they say, they, you they know, we don't them. punch I mean, down. We don't. there and just took it. They took it. Like, didn't fight back. Didn't. So when. Uh, Trump came when out Trump like came out and he's like he's like you know what you say what you want about me I'm fu- I'm punching back yeah. I'm gonna counter punch he we've said this before um Trump Trump is not the almighty great president he was very good at what he did someone should have taken his goddamn phone away from him yes. that night um but the one thing that Trump had on everybody else is that he was not a corporate politician. He was not in politics his entire life. Right. He was a businessman. He was a private businessman. And that's where I've always said he's had his best best strength. He can know. He got rid of the a lot of people don't realize D.C. is nothing but bureaucrats. Trump got rid of most of those goddamn bureaucrats and did it himself. He did all the discussions about everything, but he he made it to where it's either he came with a compromise or he made everybody on both sides of the aisle very uncomfortable for even coming with the discussion. Right. And he wasn't afraid to piss off the other side. They say something about him that he doesn't like. He's going to hit back. Unfortunately, a lot of times when he hit I back, remember, like we said, it was uh, on Twitter on the toilet, and oh God, he was yes. toilet tweeting. What his very first um, White House press secretary, um, what's her name? Um, she was getting mocked by the press. Yeah, it wasn't Sanders. Uh, it was actually a guy, his first one, and then Sanders took over. Yeah, Sanders. She was getting mocked to the point to where someone mentioned it outside the door and Trump found out. He came into the press room and said, you're not going to do this. You're going to respect each other. You're going to ask the questions. She's going to reply. That's it. You're not going to sit here and degrade anybody. And you know what? That's what a boss, that's what a good boss would do. Stand up for their employees. I have yet to see once Biden enter the press room. He's not allowed in there. He's allowed in there to call on the people that are on his cheat sheet, knowing what they're going to ask. And he has his answers written down and he has to say them verbatim. Because as soon as he says something that's not verbatim, uh, he gets called out really bad. He gets called out be, for because he can't keep his lie straight. So, speaking of that, so back in 2007, Biden was not for Roe v. Wade. He actually wanted it overturned. And here they're talking about it. He talked, turned to abortion. The ban on partial birth abortions or late term abortions. You supported that ban. I did and I do. You believe that Roe v. Wade was not correctly decided and that you also believe that a right of abortion 
uh, was not secured by the Constitution. Why did you change your mind? Roe v. Wade is as close to we're going to be able to get as a society that incorporates the general lines of debate within Christendom, Judaism, and other faiths, where it basically says there is a sliding scale relating to viability of a fetus. We can argue about whether or not it's precisely uh, set, whether it's right or wrong in terms of its three months as opposed to two months, but it does encompass, I've come to conclude, the only means by which in this heterogeneous society of ours, we can reach some general accommodation on what is a religiously charged and a publicly charged debate. Do you believe that life begins at conception? I am prepared to accept my church's view. I think it's a tough one. I have to accept that on faith. That is a tough, tough decision for me. Um, but there is a point relatively soon where viability is clear to me when there's viability, meaning the ability to survive outside the womb that I don't have any doubt. Thanks for watching. All right. See, I mean, I, I actually agree with half the stuff he actually said in that. I do. Some and, of uh, it, I mean, he at least was a little bit more moderate. Like I said, the problem with, Biden is that he doesn't think for himself. He thinks for he he's like a surfer. He surfs on what the DNC and what his liberals tell him to think. So um Obama was the same way. He was just better at it. I will give Obama that much credit. When he was in front of the camera, he really sold it. He right. really did. Um, he, was, he was a much better salesman. I will give that. He did do a lot more word salad than Trump did. I will say that. Um, so, Speaking of word salad, have you ever tried listening to any of the press conferences now with the new uh, press secretary? Oh, my God. Oh, she doesn't even, even just not answer the question. Like, she comes back with answers that make you go, I have no idea what you just said. I can't even diagram them that sentence. I'm waiting for, Pe like, Peter from Fox. Ducey? Yeah, Peter Ducey. He calls her out on a lot of things. And she just gives up with the notebook and just, like, lays across the podium. She did that once. She literally laid across with her head down for a second. <laughs> it was almost yeah. as bad as uh, Amber Heard's lawyer going, listen, I'm trying. I was like, is he, because like, for that one, was very good. Peter Ducey made the comment, okay, Americans are struggling at the gas pump. The president and the White House want to move to electric vehicles, but electric vehicles are at, at the low $50,000. And trying to get one right There's, now is next to impossible. You're, like, you're at like a year and a half long waiting list. Yeah. where Where is the relief going to come from? We're in a transitional phase. No fucking shit. Tell me something new. But I doubt when cars first came around that they just said, okay, we're done with horses completely. Right. Get a car. 
Get a car. Stop with the horses. I don't think that happened overnight. No. It happened over time as more and more people were able to afford horses. And the other or Ford cars, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. We're able to afford cars. I I think I might go to the Amish behind me and see how much they're willing to sell me a horse. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if we somebody actually did the math to see how much it would cost to uh, drive your car for a year or uh, to own a horse for a year. I would have to check feed. That's the key there is feed prices. Feed prices and uh, stable like housing it. Yeah. So that would be that would be interesting. I wonder if somebody actually uh, did the math on that. I would convert my shed into a stable. I have an outdoor shed. I can fucking. Yeah, I have. I'm on two and a half acres. I I could do it. Um, yeah, I can do it too. I got an acre and a half, and I got apple trees. So I can just fucking let the horse go walk around and fucking put. put just I, I, I won't cut my grass in the back. Right. Let the horse just. <laughs> you have. I told my wife. I said, the... "All right, so." Because beef is going up in price. I was like, well, we're just going to buy a cow, and I won't even fucking mow the backyard. We'll just let it fucking walk around. She goes, what about all the shit? I said, well, we'll just scoop it up and throw it in the farmer's field. Who cares? Yeah, fertilize it. <laughs> um, they actually liquefy that, though. Um, Meh. So, but, I um, mean, it'll rain. It'll, it'll liquefy. I. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I used to work on a dairy farm, and uh, that was a part of my job is uh, twice a day having to take the shovel. And you just, it's one of them push shovels like a snow shovel. And you just push, and they had a big pit out one of the doors, and you just pushed it all into there. And then periodically, uh, he had a, you know, what looked like one of them septic, uh, you know, people that come and suck the stuff out of your septic tank. He had one of them that he'd, suck it up and it'd go in and it he'd put it into a like a big tank that would liquefy and do stuff and then he'd spray it on the fields for the cows to eat and then they'd eat it and poop it back out i can't oh it's i live in between like three or four different farms and then we have the amish the amish have one have like a spreader like that but it's all fucking horse carried. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but you always know when it's time when they're getting ready to fucking spray their fields, man. Because that that smell is brisk in the morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so so we're we're at an agreement here. Rovers Wade overturn. Great. Yes. Um, yeah, I think we can be done with this. Um, oh, the one last thing I wanted to say is uh, just because we both saw this on Facebook. All the people that are posting saying that uh, these justices need to go to jail for perjury because when they were asked by Congress about Roe versus Wade and they said, well, it's settled decision. They didn't lie to Congress. No, because it not was one of them at the time when they not were one of them said they thing. wouldn't overturn it. They never said they wouldn't overturn it. They said it's settled decision or they said uh, something to the degree of we'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it. But it's settled decision at the time. It was settled decision, just like 
Plessy versus Ferguson that, uh, you know, gave us the separate but equal doctrine, you know, that allowed uh, blacks to have uh, their own, you know, had to be at a separate school. I heard. Had to have separate drinking fountains. All of that was overturned in Brown versus the Board of Education. Same exact thing. It was settled I, I, I until want, it wasn't. I want you to hear this. I heard something today by a kid. He said, how come it's illegal or how come it's legal to kill a baby in the womb but not kill a kid in a school? Wait, what? Or how is it not legal? How is it illegal or... How is it legal to kill a child in the womb, but illegal to kill a child in the school? It, I heard that today, and it made me go. Right. What? Well, again, because the left doesn't believe when it's in the womb that it's a child. No, I understand. That's, it reminds that's their justification. Me of the that. Lewis Black said that him and his him and his friend were at an IHOP, and he heard the a couple behind them said, "If it wasn't for that horse, I wouldn't have gone to college." It's the butt end of a conversation that you're like, "What? <laughs> what just happened in this conversation? I'm missing pieces," and you don't want to go and like, please. Please tell me the rest of your story. Please explain to me your logic. But I think a lot of the like, logic has to do with they think that I it's know. legal to kill a baby in the womb because they don't believe it's a baby. Again, you know who else didn't believe people were people when we had slavery? Because legally, they weren't people. They were three-fifths of a person. No, they weren't. That that was only for voting. They oh, were yeah. property. They were property. So that's, again, when you dehumanize somebody, it's easy to justify murder because then it's no different than if it, than me going, oh, I don't like this table anymore. I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to burn it. It's just a table. If it's property, that's fine. If it's, if it's a fetus, it has no feelings. If it's if it's not a human, if you can dehumanize it. The Nazis did that. They dehumanized the Jews in order to be able to get so many people to go along with what they wanted, which was killing the Jews. Yeah. So, let's move over to something that's slightly funny. So... Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, I guess, was upset where his house was. Um, there was a large property for sale, and a landowner bought it because he was going to build a development on it. Because, yeah, because we need more, we need more homes. Um, he didn't like it. So he bought the 19 Nin acres to 19 stop. acres. <laughs> hey, Basically, he it, just bought out neighbors. He just didn't want I other wish, people living I, near him. 
I wish I had that money, the money to be able to say, you know what? I don't want my neighbor so close. I'm just going to buy enough land. Oh, they want to buy land right next to me? Nope. I'm going to put in an right. offer and buy it so that I have my space. I wish I had that money. Right. Here's here's him at the at the meeting upset about the housing development anyway. Nope. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, I'm Big Spell. <laughs> I just want to say, and Marianne, I can talk to you about this privately. Um, I don't know why the Village Council would be afraid of litigation from a $24 million a year company while they kicked out the $65 million a year company. I cannot believe you would make me audition for you. You look like clowns. I am not bluffing. I will take it all off the table. That's all. Thank you. Okay. All right. Damn, even when he's being serious, it's freaking hilarious. Yeah, he he was just like, yeah, nope, don't care. So the let's see. Okay, so his home is in this purple in okay. this little section of Ohio. Okay. He was he was proposed the site for a restaurant. This is the issue because he wants to open up a comedy venue. Instead of putting the money towards that now, he bought this instead. <laughs> he bought the red there, which is nice. He bought the red. He was like He was like, fuck you. I don't want neighbors. I want a big ass backyard. <laughs> Hey, that's a that's a good sized backyard. He could go hunting in that. He can he can build his own mini amusement park there. He can make weed. He's gonna grow his weed on 19 acres where the he's not gonna supply Ohio, Ohio, Ohio not, with weed. That's what he's gonna do. Not in um, Ohio. <laughs> uh, I told my we what was it? Is I was because I'm from Maryland, I'm from DC area. I was always told um, about the meth heads of Ohio. Why I fucking knew anything about this beyond me, but sure. They always told us if you see a two liter bottle on the curb full, don't kick it. Right. It'll explode. I was like, I'm going to bring a hockey stick and I'm going to smack it. My mom looked at me and told me, yeah, that, that stick's going to be gone. It doesn't explode like that. It's not, it's not, uh, I it's, I've seen it happen before. Um, the ones that I've seen, they actually like to put them in uh, Gatorade bottles cause it's stronger plastic. Yeah. But, the chemical reactions that they're putting in there uh, to make, and it's a certain type. It's, it's not like breaking bad where uh, they're cooking it. It's like, it's, it's like, a, it's like sunlight cooking meth. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> but um, what they do is uh, they, the chemicals that they put in there call, create a gas. They can't let that gas 
escape because that gas has to create pressure to uh, be able to do it. Somebody that does this more than than I did um, would know better. I know one of the other officers explained the whole science to it behind it to me, but um, uh, but I have I have seen them where. I've gone to calls and out in the back of a person's house, they have just a whole lineup of these uh, Gatorade bottles sitting out in the sun and um, they explode. It's, it's kind of like um, if you put a bunch of Mentos into a, uh, into a, a Coke bottle and then put the top on, it'll eventually explode because of the pressure built up the carbon. It explodes like that. The difference is, is you don't want them chemicals on you. Most likely, yeah. You don't want to be around when those chemicals explode. So, uh, we so when when we saw them, we had to call in, and they'd bring people over in like hazmat suits to uh, uh, very gently put them into like another container, seal that container, and container with so a box within a box within another box with a box. Right, basically, basically. you're. You're, you're you're making one of them Russian nesting dolls with it. Um, but yeah, yeah, don't, uh, if you see a random pop bottle or Gatorade bottle or something sitting out in the sun, and uh, especially if it looks like a discolored chemical, like I want to say it was like bluish uh, color, because I think one of the things that they put in it to create the reaction was like Drano or something, uh, the sulfuric acid or something in Drano. Um yeah, don't hit it. Yeah, that's what I think. Don't of disturb it. I think of like fucking ingesting Drano. That that's just fantastic. Good lord. I have a clogged hair in my in my lungs. Let's put some Drano down there and fucking get it out. I guarantee I'm gonna Google this. Police, if you're listening, please don't stop at me because don't come to my house because I'm researching uh, how meth is made in a bottle. Um, oh god i love this conversation how it just went left um but as you're doing that off topic well slightly back to shake and bake meth that's what it is it's called is that shake and bake meth that's fucking that's a one pop meth yeah that's fucking terrible name for it but okay um after i forgot we i want to go back to this because we forgot to mention it and this was kind of something that I was not a fan of. When they when they announced the Roe versus Wade um, overturning, um, Clarence Thomas made a comment um, that he should reconsider gay marriage. Shake and bake. God damn it. So, yeah, so it's got pseudoephedrine in there. It's got starter fluid, muric acid, acetone. Heat. Uh, well, heat is just basically, uh, I think it's methanol or ethanol. It's, yeah. Um, but if you look in the back there, uh, this one they put in like a uh, um, milk, milk jug. jug. Yep. But. Yeah. That's just. Two liter soda bottle. Yeah, I think, of, meth, I of, think cold of Chuck pills Schumer and, too. Yeah, and and some pills. Shake the bottle, and the bottle reaction produces one of the world's most addictive drugs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. So, 
back to what I was saying. So Clarence Thomas made a comment after the Roe v. Wade overturn saying that they should reconsider gay marriage. And I don't care about if gays want to be married. I think I, they can. I think they have that right. I get, I, sure. I, I never cared about anybody getting married. Um, you know, guy to guy, girl to girl, guy, girl. Um, I know there's a religious I aspect believe... to marriage, so I don't think uh, a church should be forced to marry anyone. I I look at it this way. I said, if, if you're happy, then you're happy. Then you be with someone that you want to be happy with, whether same sex, different sex, whatever. Don't care. Um, that should have never been said. I, I will. No, that was the wrong thing to say. And I don't think that should be overturned. Um, personally, I didn't care for it to begin with because I view that the government should have no say in marriage in and of itself. Um, the sanctity of marriage needs to be left alone. Basically, on a legal aspect, all it is is a contract. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 in a legal aspect, all it is is they it's need no to put expiration than... dates on <laughs> marriage certificates, though. Oh, I be... will, I will vote for that. Um... But, um, <laughs> no, but like I say, me and my wife, basically, we signed a contract, you know, for a partnership. It'd be no different than me Same and you thing. starting a business and signing a partnership contract. And if one of us wants out of the con out of the business, then you have to sell off your half to the other person or compensate in some way. That's no different. It's for the government. All marriages is a is a contract, and that's what they should have said: is listen, we're not going to say gay people can't marry. We're not going to say anything about LGBTQIA colon slash upper ampersand any of that what we're going to say is legally marriage is a contract any adult can enter into a contract with another consenting adult and leave the whole marriage part out of it because marriage is generally religious i will i mean i will uh, i mean i i was raised catholic that's actually one of the sacraments Unfortunately, was raised Catholic too. So, you have the sacrament of baptism, uh, first communion. I can't remember what that's called. Uh, reconciliation, confirmation, marriage, death. I remember. I I don't think. I think my wife and I had this conversation once. She's like, "We should check out the. They have a. They have a big Catholic church, not far." from where i live and she's like we should check that out i said i can't go in the doors she's like why because one my family's italian um on my dad's side and they're roman catholic um so my last time i was in confessional i was 12 so 
I can't actually, by law of the church, I can't proceed in any anything until I go to confession first. Um, and I don't want to sit there for a, a couple hours. Well, that's when you just basically go... Yeah, it's been like 27 years since my last. Do you want the highlights or the cliff notes or <laughs> yeah. do you want the actual story? Like, yeah, yeah. Do you want uh, you want just what's off the top of my head right now? Uh, um, or can we just say everything for the last 27 years? Just let it go. Like, I'll do yeah, my no, that's... I'll do I'll do my five rosaries and uh, ten hail marys. And, yeah, yeah. Um, no. Throwing a couple of Apostles Creed in there and yeah. No, I, but, I always, I always, always have, I'm going to go in, I'm going to have to do the thing with the holy water, and I always feel like I'm going to catch on fire. Um, <laughs> so there was, there was a lot of years, actually, from the time I left uh, Catholicism, which um, was basically, you know, when I moved out, like when I was able to be on my own, you know, I officially, because it's hard to say... I'm not Catholic when you're still under your parents' house and they're Catholic and they drag you to church and all that stuff. I, um, no, I, I didn't go. I Oh, I was just not allowed to go to Sunday. See, when I denounced, because see, I went to the father and I questioned the um, plates yep. the, 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 uh, for donation plates. And I said, why are we asking five or six times to donate in the one hour we're here. I don't, I don't understand. And they would give me, I was like, that doesn't make sense. So I was like, you're just stealing. I remember, uh, I was right around 18 and I got a letter from the church asking me to, uh, write down how much I make in a paycheck what my gross income was so that the church knows what to expect from me every week. Um, yeah. Now I'm Christian. I believe in tithing. I do believe in that. And I yeah. believe 10% is a good ballpark number. If you can give yeah. more, give more. If you're not able to give that, sometimes things happen, you know, COVID hit something like that, you know, and you need to still pay bills. That's life. You know, you try to make it up when you can because tithing is an important part of being Christian. Um, but I went the uh, opposite. I, I was atheist for many, many years. Like, um, where just like you, uh, you know, like I was an atheist to the point that I said nobody else should be uh, Christian or anything. But... Um, I was atheist to the point that I wasn't. And of course I had people telling me, well, if you're atheist, then you shouldn't, you should never go into church. If somebody gets married or you should never go in. I'm like, why I'm supporting that person. Like you're saying I can't be in a church anyway, but it, it's the same <laughs> thing. Uh, when I go in and, uh, you know, they, there's the holy water, uh, as you walk in and you're supposed to dip your hand, do the sign of the cross. And, um, there was always that uh, that jokingly part of your brain that goes, and I'm going to catch on fire now. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, 
Yeah, that's uh, that's always been. But a thankfully, weird... thankfully in 2000, uh, 2015, uh, you know, I was brought back to Christ. Uh, I am Christian. Um, yeah. I I got baptized again this time by my choice. And... See, I was see, I was a Catholic, and then I think when I was like thirteen, I I chose to be a Baptist. My choice, right? Um, and I think it was a good one, and I didn't I didn't question the issues, and it was nice. Um, but I was never allowed back to Sunday dinner at my grand, and it sucked because my grandmother fucking made the. She made a goddamn feast. Well, and you know what's strange is we have dinners at my parents and, uh, you know, Christmas and all that. Yeah. They're all Catholic. So whenever we say grace, there's always two parts to it now. Because <laughs> there's, uh, before the anybody starts, Catholic. there's the traditional Catholic, bless us the Lord and all that. And then... um. For some reason, I'm always asked, uh, you know, by I, even at my uncle's uh, funeral, um, the uh, uh, the they had a pastor there, but um, my cousins and stuff asked if I would stand up and uh, and give grace, uh, bless the food, and I stood up and I do like the normal, you know, they like they do in uh, Baptist church and Christian churches, you know, yeah. non-Catholic churches or Lutheran churches where. You stand up and you give thanks, you know, thank you, Lord, for bringing us together and for this food we're about to eat, uh, you know, bless the people that are here, you know, and you're just talking. It's it's not a rehearse like I'm coming up with it yeah. at the time. And so now whenever we have that, there's always rather than, uh, you know, one prayer where, you know, every Catholic uh basically says and doesn't even think about it. Bless us, O Lord, for these I gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. And literally rattle that off as fast as you can. Um, there's that part, and then there's always that second part, or sometimes I'm first, whatever it is. Um, so um, now, unfortunately, right now, I feel like I've been a bad Christian because um, during the, the last few years uh before covid hit i was working every sunday i couldn't go to church couldn't go to my church and then covid hit and my church lost a lot of people well in that time they picked up another church closed and they combined with our church and basically took over and they're doing great and i wish them the best and everything but it's not my style of services yeah. um I am not the let's play, uh, you know, rock gospel music. Let's have flashing lights. Let's, you know, all of that. I am not that type of person. So I just, um, I, I'm in the process of trying to figure out uh, where to go now. Where I belong. You'll get there. Um, I was life is life um but in a in an instance i mean anything can change like right but so we're gonna uh, let's talk about the new york lawsuit so 
before we get to back to the tragedy that happened in Udalba, Texas. Yeah. I know I probably fucked up that name. I think they kind of go together, even though Udalba took place in Texas. Yeah. So, in a few uh, states, you must be able to prove why you need a concealed carry permit. Uh, with those are called may may issue states yes not shale issue like michigan is their may issue um so it's very hard to get a concealed permit um so a lawsuit was brought against new york uh and then it finally made it to the supreme court this week earlier this week and the supreme court Jed, fuck you, um, and said, no, you you have to be able to do the background check and be able to issue it, not an if kind of thing. It's uh, Right, yeah, basically what they said is you can't just subjectively say this person's allowed to carry a gun, this person isn't. I like it, the fact that they, oh, they're like, well, they were talking about, like, oh, guns, like, oh, you guns back when the second amendment was created they said we're going to update it based on how technology has advanced over the time which engulfs all guns right um have you ever watched on tiktok the fat electrician he's no. a military vet no the military right just now. the military just came out with a new scope that's gonna make video games to real life on their on their automated weapons. Like it it's gonna take the spotter out of any sniper because it's gonna gonna take in the the weather, rain, tracer rounds, get rid of that. Um and it's for all infantry and it's a one to six times scope and i'm like that's a toy that's a toy everybody wants yeah because if you could sit there you hook it up you turn it on and you'll you put the thing on there the scope goes oh okay let me let me get the zoom correct for you let me fix the crosshairs based on what's going on around you boom done i'm like Geneva Convention is going to go nuts. When but the this thing is, the- that's great. The, what's great about scopes and technology like that, though, is it but makes it is, better that- because then you have less civilian casualty. Correct. But that's when that's when it gets covered into the way the Second Amendment is now being analyzed as where it's taken in current technologies in weapons well the thing with the uh with the constitution is it's always done that uh you know uh the the first amendment you know freedom of the press there was a lot of argument in court cases in the past about whether that meant freedom of like reporters and the people you know the press as in that type of people or did it mean the actual printing press? And the uh, 
I think it was a Supreme Court case, if I remember correctly, actually said, no, it doesn't just mean the printing press. It means any technology that can be used to disseminate information. Yes. Yeah, that was Supreme Court. And um, and so that's where it's the same thing with guns. Just because, you know, uh, uh, barrel loading musket style guns were predominant in the day. The reason they said arms and not muskets is because arms can evolve with time. Yeah. And they knew that it was going to evolve. It meant not just that. It meant a crossbow. It meant, you know, rifles as they got better. It meant single shot, double shot, shotgun, all of that. And what this court case, I mean, it did quite a few things. But one of the things that it did is you have states like New York, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., um, California, Hawaii. I think there's a couple others in there that are May-issue states. Michigan, up until 2001, was a May-issue state, meaning I had to show that I had more of a reason than an average person to feel like I need to be protected. Um, and... So then I would have to go in and I would have to apply uh, and say, hey, I need to carry this because my job requires it or, you know, that, that I'm rich. I mean, basically, you had to have pull in order to get it or work for a law enforcement agency or something like that in order to get issued. In 2001, Michigan became a shell issue state, meaning... You still had to get a permit. You still had to be fingerprinted. You still had to be put into lean. You still had to go through classes. Um, but once you pass these requirements, the government couldn't say, no, you can't have it. Uh, or that you need any special reason. Um, I'll send you a link. Tulsi Gabbard actually had a really good TikTok uh, episode I think it was TikTok, either that or I saw it on Facebook about um, her not getting a uh, a permit while she was because in somebody Hawaii, was uh, in Tulsa. Um, no, was it your your girl uh, Tulsa? Uh, so yeah, it was on TikTok. So she came out and said, "So in Hawaii, it is a uh, you need to show proof." So she was giving a handful of death threats there was a guy yep that it is. was Here. threatened to cut off her head i sent um, it to you yeah um and then it was never they they wouldn't issue her the permit until then when she became an office capitol police deemed issued it a her threat. one no deemed it a no, threat they, they they gave her security Yep, they gave her security instead until that's they right. arrested them, that right. person. And that's so. and that's the thing. I shouldn't need a reason to defend myself. No. I, I even Canada is I don't understand the logic behind Canada, which is that self defense is not a valid reason to own a firearm. Self-defense, to me, is one of the main reasons everybody should own a firearm. 
She's, she's got the rogue thing going on with the gray hair in the front of her face. I'm sorry. I think that's hot. And I here's the thing. She's my age. I know. Everybody, I am here in Washington, D.C. today, and the Supreme Court just issued a pretty significant ruling regarding concealed carry, this New York case. Uh, this ruling is a strong step forward towards upholding the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding Americans to defend ourselves. Uh, this, this one hit close to home uh, because about 10 years ago, there was a credible threat against my life by a guy who knew where I lived, who knew where I worked, who knew where to find me, how to find me, and he wanted to kill me. He made threats to kill me by cutting off my head. Um, at that time, mind you, I made an informal inquiry with a high level mind you cutting off someone's head would take that's a lot a, of fucking force well that's, that's if somebody some says they're going to cut someone's head off that is a very uh passionate and intimate murder oh yeah that's not just hey i don't like you i'm gonna shoot you that is a i hate you so much i want to do something that gives me intimate proximity to you so I can watch you die closely. Yep. Level leader in the Honolulu Police Department, just to find out hypothetically whether or not if I applied for a concealed carry permit, would it actually be approved given there was a very clear need? There was a very direct threat on my life. To his credit, he told me the truth and he said no. Uh, like New York and Hawaii, even though there is a process to apply for a concealed carry license saying you've got to prove that you need it, very rarely, if ever, are those applications granted, again, even if you show evidence of a compelling need. So in my situation, because of this very restrictive law and how it was interpreted and executed, I couldn't defend myself. Um, after I got elected to Congress, the Capitol Police deemed the threat serious enough to provide me with the security detail until this guy was caught. Um, when he was apprehended, he was charged with terroristic threatening and he ended up serving time in a federal prison. But the reality is that if I were not in Congress, um, if I didn't have that quote unquote luxury of the Capitol Police to protect me, I would not have been able to defend myself because of Hawaii's restrictive laws and who knows what might have happened. These kinds of restrictive laws are put in place by politicians who don't like or don't respect the Second Amendment. And so the way they work around it is, is to enact highly restrictive gun laws that basically on a practical level end up taking away our rights altogether. Today's ruling will help protect the American people from anti-Second Amendment zealots, and they will hold up our constitutional rights. Uh, I encourage you to go and read um, the opinion piece that was put out by the court. Uh, Clarence Thomas penned it for the majority opinion because it really gets to the core issue uh, of this ruling and, and really what this is all about. The constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense is not a second-class right subject to an entirely different body of rules than the other Bill of Rights guarantees. The exercise of other constitutional rights does not require individuals to demonstrate to government officers some special need. The Second Amendment right to carry arms in public for self-defense is no different. 
everybody. I am here in Washington. I 100% agree. Could you imagine the First Amendment? If the First Amendment said only the press are allowed to, like, you have to show a need to be able to the public. Like, we couldn't yeah. have this podcast. We'd have to apply and we say, met, oh, I, went so, through, I went through college. I got these degrees. I have this certification so that I can, I can say what I want. I have this free speech. I can be a journalist. You know, there's such a thing as citizen journalists. A lot of websites are citizen journalists. This podcast is an opinion piece. It's an opinion podcast, but... It's a, essentially, it's an op-ed piece. Yep. And up until the internet, and especially up until smartphones, they're only journalists that were for, they, they, I remember in college them talking about uh, news organizations being the gatekeepers of information. We were the gatekeepers. We were the ones that decided what the public should and should not know. Yeah, same thing with like what morning radio. Like when yeah. you did, they did the news on there, they would have someone like, oh, here are all the stories. But they would always get those from like CBS, NBC, Fox. And uh, the AP. That's how the AP started. Yeah. So that's how they would get everything. And then they would just regurgitate it. Now and imagine all, the internet. If all of a sudden, you know, certain states or the federal government, heaven forbid, said, basically well, did what russia a... did and said you cannot speak your mind you cannot put out well, information about what's happening you can't videotape something happening you can't videotape these police interactions you can't videotape this you, fire. you can't what? videotape and put it out there for people to see yeah. unless you're a part of a news organization so remember what 2012 uh the federal government wanted to put in place uh the fcc and the federal government wanted to put in place called this uh, SOPA Act, which is oh, yeah. the Stop Anti-Privacy Act, which very well would have stopped 90% of podcasting. Yes, Cause I remember we that. Have been, we would have been under the FCC. My, my favorite line I have said since podcasting, since we've been doing this, this is what our third time around doing podcasting uh since like the early to late 2000s the fcc can't touch I mean, that we actually are talking about news and stuff like that yeah mine before was entertainment it was about horror films yours was like a morning zoo type of thing yeah we did like morning zoo shit again good lord i i don't get me wrong i missed it and all and then the social engine we did we talked about we we found the weird shit that was going on in the world um so i mean it, it's it, and all but the thing is is that the fcc would have had guidelines that we all would have had to follow if not they would have shut us down um god forbid or they fine us but yet every podcaster is doing this out of their own pocket they're not going to be able to afford the fines so they're going to just have to take the alternate and shut down when that vote failed 
I remember because I was actually there. I was actually at DC. I, I actually watched the vice president of the FCC walk out with his head so fucking low because he lost. He thought they were going to push that vote through. And back then, that was actually when, like, the upper rafters of the house, people actually could go sit, watch Congress vote. Um, so, I mean, yes, it is a di- much different time now. It is, you, you can't do that. That's why everything's fucking televised on C-SPAN now. Um, but... This is this is where we talk about what the First Amendment allows us to research the information and be able to regurgitate it how we are interpreting it. Um, right. Prior to that, for, was, like I said, I've it always was said the, the op-ed show, piece it's of a leftist newspaper. Yes. And it, this has always been about the conversation. We have a conversation. We find it. We try to figure out from what we are reviewing and going through, what and our our personalities, our how, life how experiences, is, yeah. yeah. And I love the first comment on Tulsi Gabbard's TikTok on this one. Said that probably the only Democrat I would vote for president. I vote um, for her in a heartbeat. I vote. I would. She. That's the best thing. Is she's not like the uber leftist. Like, she'll put AOC in check. Like, lady, you're crazy. Um, but, um, I think she would make, I, I think in an office setting of the federal government, I think she would make a good candidate for it. Um, But yeah, but bringing this the, bringing this back to uh, guns yeah, though the guns okay so we have this we guns. have this First Amendment this freedom okay now again we don't have to show a need or credentials in order to be able to exercise this freedom we use technology then, how it is the new the new mayor of New York announced that they are going through special whatever to try to work something different out for the state. Oh, I'm sure so they're like, going to make it so expensive that it's prohibitory. You know, yeah, we offer it to anybody that wants it. It just costs $10,000. Right? Yeah. Um, now, the thing is, is uh, because the that, and that brings me to my second point. This decision does not mean that anybody can carry without a permit. It doesn't bring constitutional carry nationally. There, there are states no. like Texas and uh, um, Tennessee. What are some of the other? Uh, I Kentucky, Tennessee I think, one. is a uh, or Tennessee. Um, yeah. That are constitutional carry states, meaning There's, it's a lot of Midwest states. Um, you don't need you don't need a uh, permit to carry concealed on you. Uh, much more states are open carry states. Michigan is an open carry state, meaning you can carry it on your body. You just can't conceal it without a permit. Um, that being the case, it gets difficult, like when you get in and out of a car, 
because if you get in a car, then you have to pack it away out of reach and all that stuff because then it's concealed inside the car and all that. But um, so this doesn't, I think, go far enough as far as conceal carry. I would love to see constitutional carry everywhere so that everybody can, uh, you know, get it. But this is a step forward, meaning it, that it is meaning that, like I said, I have a permit. I don't I didn't have to show cause. I, you know, paid for my background check. I paid for uh, my uh, classes. I got fingerprinted. I got my permit. Um, so that's where you, that's where the people of New York now wouldn't think about this. Wouldn't like, you know, the fact that you live in New York be justification enough for <laughs> needing to carry concealed. Like, why do you need to carry concealed? I live in New York. What part of New York? <laughs> that would be, that would be the question. What? part of new york do you do you live like like on manhattan island or <laughs> you live on staten island you live in the bronx house kitchen oh wait we got daredevil yeah um, right i mean man i mean but uh but again that's that's the thing you shouldn't need to have to justify just so in 2008, Technically, if they if New York defunds the police but allows everybody to have constitutional carry, everyone just self defends them. Oh, I'm being robbed! Pow! Shoot him in the head. What happened? He stuck a gun to my back. I shot him in the face. Well, that's that's the theory behind concealed carry. Everybody carrying it. If you don't want to carry a gun, you're not comfortable with a gun. That's fine. Well, don't Me carry carrying concealed protects you, because the theory goes is a bad. 10 people in front of them, four of them are armed. Does he want to take the chance of which one is going to be armed? I forgot who's, who who made this analogy. So bank robber goes in with a gun. Everyone is on the floor. He robs the bank. Another bank robber comes in. And then the security guard draws his gun and it's a standoff. Question is, does the bank robber now make the choice to shoot the guard or does the guard shoot the bank robber the last one is bank robber comes in puts everybody on the floor everybody draws a fucking gun and says no you get on the floor right that's the thing with these whenever you have these mass shootings the reason that most of them happen in gun-free zones is because if you're in a, a zone that say you're in a crowded say you're okay Let's say you're in a movie theater. All right. Colorado. And yeah, Colorado. You're in a Colorado movie theater. Somebody comes in with a gun. He might be able to shoot the first person he sees. But in that time, he's got 10 other people pulling out their weapon, shooting him. And then it gets old. You're never going to stop the first person. You're never going to stop the killing of the first person. Or possibly the second, how fast they what was it? But, the lady in what West Virginia, who there was a guy coming in, he was going to do an onslaught, and she drew her gun, dropped him, saved. Thankfully, he was a bad people. shot. <laughs> yeah, thankfully he was uh, doing a, a spray and pray, so he didn't yeah. actually like pull out and take aim at an individual. 
Yeah, and you know, but that's the thing. It's like it, it's like no one knew the lady had a gun on her because she kept it in her purse. Now, did she have a reason to keep a gun on her? Probably not, because I hear that from everybody. Well, how often have you been in a gunfight? Never. Hopefully, I never have to. But I, I also own six fire extinguishers. My house has never caught fire. Yeah, I got like. I got those little like power pack fire extinguishers they sell at Walmart. It's like I have them. I was like, man, I have. I don't. I'll never have to use this, but I rather. It's kind of like, it's like insurance. You should have it. You don't need it, but it's great when it's there and you do need it. <laughs> As the saying goes, better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have not it. have it. And that's the same thing when it comes to a firearm. That's why I believe everybody should be able to carry concealed is because, and if you don't want to, if you're uncomfortable with guns, don't carry, you know, this, this idea that, uh, you know, there's going to be more shootouts if everybody carries concealed in Michigan concealed carry is, you know, in the last 20 years has rose by hundreds of percents and the amount of, uh, you know, shootouts quote unquote i think i heard of like one in 20 years where somebody got mad that had a concealed weapon and actually pulled it out i think he was drunk which is again against the log if you're drinking you don't carry your firearm just like you don't drive if you're drinking um so that's that's where i think this uh this supreme court case now you have the left also saying, well, you know, you've only had your, uh, it's only been constitutional to uh, um, have a firearm since 2008, uh, since Heller, the Heller case. And it's like, yes. okay, first off, those of us that have um, been around firearms, I can still remember my grandfather uh, and my father talking about how, um, the second amendment is allows them to own guns. We have known for years and years and years long before the Heller case that oh, yeah. it, the constitution gives us the right to bear arms it says that in there, there's the right there's, of the people to bear arms shall not be infringed. That's a paraphrase. My, my parents have photos of like their high school days and you can see in people's trucks where there are rifle, where there are gun racks, right in the truck with rifles. It's really like, been in the eighties and nineties that they cracked down on the no carrying guns, right? But the thing and, is, in the schools, they were also training, they were also teaching gun safety and right. marksmanship and how to properly maintain their weapon, how to be responsible with their weapon, neither be a handgun or a rifle, either or. And it's like, what the fuck did they bring that shit back? Yeah. Um, and it took the Heller case, the Supreme Court in the Heller case, to now say, no, the Constitution says the right of the people to bear arms shall not be infringed. They didn't give us this right. That's the thing that people don't understand. The Supreme Court doesn't give you rights. What they do is they say, 
no, the Constitution does or does not agree with this. The right has always been there. They just codified it and said, no, the precedence is that we agree that the Constitution says this. Now they took it a step further because in that one they said that a person has the right to own a gun and have it in their home. This one says now you, ha you have the right. People don't just have the right to have it in their home. They have the right to have it on them. So this also happened today with the congressional pass of the new bipartisan legislative. It was... <sighs> That's such a disappointment and bullshit law. It doesn't do anything. It does. It it gives more lenience to red flag laws. That's basically which, the only thing it does. The one part I would agree with is give schools more money for security. Yes, that That's is. That's the one part I agree that, with. It. So right here says the House approves the measure for two three four and one ninety three and one month to the day after the gunman and you'd all be with the blah blah blah. Um. Uh, where is this legislation? Oh, so the legislation will enhance background checks for buyers under the age of 21. So they're going for more stricter background checks, background, which I'm not which sure how fine. they can get. I'm not sure how they can get stricter background checks because basically this background check is uh, they run you through the NCSC. And if you have no flags that come up. Yeah, so you can buy it. I mean, I'm a, but they're also looking at like mental health records now with this. So, but the thing is, that generation, there's always there's something wrong with everybody. I mean, yeah, and it makes me wonder how how Gen far X gonna... parents fucked up these kids. I will not and, lie. Uh, and, <laughs> and the thing is, is it makes you wonder how far. They go with that because are we talking like anybody that's on an antidepressant? Because antidepressants are basically given to everybody. Yeah. So, um, you know, so like they can't use that as a basis or they, they could. I mean, I hope they don't. But um, and then the other part to this that is awful is the so-called red flag laws. So, yeah, Which they is, provide mandates states to implement so-called red flag laws to allow officials temporarily confiscate guns that deemed in court to be dangerous. So it's it's the reverse of innocent to be proven prove, guilty. Yeah, now you're they, guilty, you have to prove yourself innocent to get right. your shit back. Um, and, it, and the problem with these red flag laws is it's not even like, oh, we're going to take your guns for one month until we deem that. You know, uh, until you or until you have a psych evaluation, it's we're going to take your guns and then we're going to set up a court date, which could take a year or two yeah. for you to get your court. I think there was one in uh, that I heard in uh, Oregon that the the guy didn't even get his guns back at the end because they destroyed they them already. They destroyed they, them already. The... Yeah. And it took him like a year over a year to get his day in court. Yeah. Um, and he so sued, and addition, he lost the suit, I believe. Yep. And so, this is where they're proving also that federal money is uh, showing up for more mental health programs and to toughening security in schools. That is probably the only part of this bill I'm actually excited for is the beefing up fucking security again, for schools. Again, the best security that a school can have is somebody in a monitoring room monitoring the hallways 
and being That's able hard. to hit a button to lock down the school. Yeah. Like, I, I talked to uh, a friend of mine who's in prison um, the other day. And I think I, we mentioned, because uh, we talked about the similar thing last time. We only get five minutes a week, so. Sure. Um, but basically, yeah, what this is is not saying a school should be like a prison, but where the prison does have it right is they have a control room. And if something gets out of hand, the person pushes a button, all the doors lock, and basically where you're at, you're stuck. So you see a person walking down the hall that isn't supposed to be there, or you see a rifle, because this guy was literally carrying a rifle through the hallways. There's video of him from the school cameras that nobody was watching. Of him walking through the halls with the rifle, nobody was able to warn the teachers or anything to lock the doors ahead of time. Yeah, so. So you need you need somebody there. You need a you need a, a an emergency button. Boom, everything locks. Oh yeah. And um, this is a little short video. Of them talking about the bill, I believe so. Historic day for guns in America and a striking juxtaposition. The Supreme Court issuing a landmark decision expanding gun rights. And the Senate moving a step closer to passing the first significant gun safety bill in nearly three decades. The bipartisan legislation cleared a key procedural vote today. It essentially guarantees the bill will pass. Senators voted 65 to 34. Fifteen Republicans, including the minority leader Mitch McConnell, joined a unanimous Democratic caucus. A final vote on the bill, we're told, could come as early as Sir, tonight. Mitch McConnell needs Here's to what it would deliver. Away. Incentives for states I to know. adopt red flag laws, increased penalties for, drug tra- for gun traffickers, enhanced background checks for people under 21, and it closes the so-called boyfriend loophole. The vote came just hours after the Supreme Court made that ruling that Americans do have a constitutional right under the Second Amendment to carry a gun outside their homes. The conservative majority court voted six to three, striking down a New York law that required people to prove that they have a special reason or need to carry a concealed gun in public. Many Republican lawmakers are praising the ruling. The NRA's president calls it a watershed win for good men and women. But New York's governor, Kathy Hochul, calls it absolutely shocking and promises to fight it. They have taken away our right to have reasonable restrictions. We can have restrictions on speech. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Yes, you can. Somehow there's no restrictions allowed on the Second Amendment. This is New York. We don't back down. We fight back. Some of that not exactly right. Let's be clear. The Supreme Court's ruling does not mean it's open season for carrying guns in public. Law enforcement and government officials stress many New York gun laws are still in effect. There are still background checks. There are still restrictions on concealed carry. Just because somebody has a permit. That he fact checked her like immediately right after when they did it. So, I mean, I'll give it to him. I didn't think they were going to fact check her. But they were like, yeah, uh, I really hate that. I really hate that leftist uh, uh, thing. You can't yell fire in a crowded. Uh, I'm like that came from like a 190 or 1920 something ruling that has been overturned in the 60s. 
Yeah. You can definitely yell fire in a crowded theater. You can't incite violence. Yes. That's the thing. If you yell fire and nobody gets hurt, not a problem. If you yell fire and people get trampled and you did it with the intention of inciting violence, what if there is a fire? What if uh, you said, uh, you know, hey, I'm going to fire you. What if, I mean, there's, it's about how you use it. It's not that you just can't yell fire in a crowded theater. That's a, that, that has been debunked for the last 50 years, 70 years, 60 years. I don't know how long ago it was, but it was a long time and it's bullshit. And would the left please stop using that? No, and know. And so I just, something just popped across my phone that I'm going to pull up. So yes. Um, <laughs> truck plows through crowd wow oh yeah that's just gotta happen this just happened um if it loads so in iowa yeah literally uh this happened about this was updated about 20 minutes ago uh in Iowa, 7.20 p.m., truck plows through screaming pro-choice protesters in Iowa, leaving one person injury as tensions rise across after the the Roe v. Wade overturn. Mind you, if you're going to protest, make it peaceful. Violence on either end of this aisle needs to fucking knock the shit off. I want the details like, on this. Like, were they in the middle of the road? Were they stopping the truck like uh, BLM was doing? Were they threatening the guy? Like, oh, hey, look at that. Someone got it on video. Oh, no, no, stop doing Stop doing Don't do that. They're assaulting the truck. Play that again. Uh, turn down the volume a little bit, though. Yeah. Sorry. That, that was a little painful. Sorry. Nobody was in front of him except for the person pushing back. Like, uh, replay it and play it, uh, play it back and then pause it right there. Stop. Look at if you look, there's people along the side, and there's one person in front. There's two. There are two there's people. Two people there pushing back. No, there's one. No, there's a second one. There it is. There's the. Oh, okay. I see the second one at the other side. So the person's pushing back. People are attacking this truck now. Is this after he plowed through other people? Or is this like the actual plowing of it? There we go. There's a closer shot. What's in his hand? I don't know. He's got something in his hand. So I'd like more detail on this as far as. Uh, you know, did was two it just a group of people two and uh, were shunted by a vehicle? Woman screamed through the window for the driver to stop. Now, if he stopped, would the other people be attacking him? That's the question. That, I mean, because what? During that's the BLM, what BLM, right, that's what BLM there were people you... that were trying to go through, and people were they weren't intending 
to hit anybody with their vehicle. They were just going trying about to... their way, and the people just started assaulting the truck or right. trying to assault the driver, and the driver fucking just panics and just hits the gas trying to save his own damn life. Right. So that's the the ultimate question is, how is this going to be? That's the thing. There's I don't, two sides I don't... to that. I don't trust this right now as it's being reported. I want more details. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's the aerial view in New York City. That's a oh, lot of protesting. fucking people. That's a fight waiting to happen if you're a pro-life, if you're a pro-choice, if you're not a pro-choicer. Does that guarantee you? That's all people are like, I'll yeah. kill my baby if I have to. And I'll kill anybody that doesn't want to kill my baby with me. Right. So. I could say the. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let anyone I know in there knowing that. They won't but, walk out. There's no. But way. again, I am. I'm reading through this article and I am trying to look at these photos and this video. Yeah. I cannot. I love this see, one. This lady, hope I cannot cardboard. see where he did like you know like the guy in, uh, um, in Washington or not Washington, uh, Wisconsin, that literally plowed through the people at Christmas time and you know oh, drove yeah. off road and yeah he was trying to get one of his family members and just ran everybody the fuck over. Right. This does not look like that. So I want to know more detail because this what looks I, like he is at a slow pace. Oh yeah. He, He's basically saying, dude, get out of the way. I'm just, you know. Yeah. And, like, and that's, like and that's the problem. Across the street. And the, and the problem is, is they were reporting like that on uh, uh, for BLM saying, you know, guy runs through BLM protesters. And it, then you look at the video and go, the protesters were climbing on his fucking car. The fuck are you supposed to do? Right. If they're climbing on my car and they're banging on the windows trying to get to me, I'm going to plow through them and try to get my ass out of there. So most of these people are on the other side of the street. They are going to this video, they're, to this to the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. There's only two people in front of him. There's only and for two some reason front. they're pushing back for some reason. Rather than doing what, you know, any sane person would do, which is I'm getting out of the way of this truck. Now, again, I don't know if this took place, this video, after he plowed into other people or not. But that video in and of itself, uh, prima facie, at first, you know, at face gl uh, glance, just looks like he was trying to get away from them. So the newsroom on Twitter said a truck ran over two peaceful protesters and a pro-abortion rally in Cedar Rapids. A woman's foot was run over. That that's it. I mean, I mean, I don't know how that. Yeah. I don't I don't know how she uh
there's got to be more to this. This, this right. the exactly. way the video is being shown, it does not appear that he ran anybody over. And it does appear that the quote peaceful protest is now becoming violent towards a citizen that is just trying to go on with their fucking day. So right. until there's more evidence of this, we're just gonna. I, I'm going with that until I see otherwise. Oh, I, I I'm. 100% that's why you can never. That that's why you can never trust headlines. Oh yeah, no, I I saw that and I was like, oh, yeah, we're gonna talk about that right now. That's a that's a now conversation. Um. I I want I really want to say look it was probably just them and they're just blowing something out of proportion until i can find out what happened before all that happening it doesn't right. look like or it does not appear to have shown that she was ran, that anybody was ran over by that truck and that truck is just trying and he to wasn't get going through in a an, situation in an ex- and get out yeah he wasn't going at an excessive speed that they couldn't get out of the way so they I literally all they had to do was take like one step and they're out of the way. So. All right. So. We're going to come to our. Fuck, we're coming to the. We're actually. We're actually doing well for time. Holy shit. We're at um, two hours. So. <laughs> so. Texas. Um, in Udolva, Texas. Oh, God, this is... This just keeps getting worse and worse for the police there. You know, like, the, the guy that gave the order tried to ask for, like, an administrative leave unpaid, and they told him no? Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I don't want to... No, you're coming back for inquiry of questions. No, that motherfucker needs to go back for questions. He needs to get questioned by everybody. Because the question is, why the fuck are you going to tell them, no, don't go in? Well, here's the thing is. When they're sitting in the hallway right now. With rifles. With rifles. They have more firepower, plus they have shields. And this guy is telling them, no, you're not allowed to enter. So initially, the, the Uvalde Police Department said, we're not entering because we don't have the firepower. That we're outgunned, which obviously wasn't true these people were had the firepower that they need within three minutes okay and i mentioned this before on a previous episode my department every car had an ar in the back you know the term again the term riding shotgun that's how that was termed is they police used to care look just throw the shotgun in the passenger seat um well, we didn't carry shotguns. We carried uh, ARs. Um, some departments, I, I went and uh, applied at another department and had to do uh, ride-alongs with them. They carried both. Sure. They had two hooks, one for a shotgun, one for uh, a rifle. So these police had the firepower with their, with them while they were there initially. They had the um, shield with them initially, even without the shield. 
you kick in the door. Timeline of the school shooting in Uvalde and the resources police have senior reporter Tony Blahetsky joins us now. And Tony, you sat down with law enforcement and were able to review surveillance video and body camera video from inside the school. And Brian and Quita, what we know at this point is that within 19 minutes of officers arriving at that school, they had rifles as well as ballistic shields that in the minds of some people who are reviewing the evidence in this case would have given officials enough ability to take down that shooter. Keep in mind that almost an hour passed before they then went inside that classroom and found the bodies of those 19 children and two teachers, as well as taking down the gunman. Of course, this raises new questions about the police response, what they were armed with at the time and why they did not act sooner. There is a lot of new information in this case, as well as a new timeline that investigators have put together. And Brian and Quita, much of this information is actually going to be presented tomorrow here in Austin at a Senate hearing that is hearing testimony from law enforcement as well as members of the public about what happened that terrible day. And Tony, what we saw there was a screenshot of that video that's going to be presented. Is that correct? Quinn and Brian, it's unclear the entirety of what all is going to be presented. But as you mentioned, I have seen some of the video uh, evidence in this case, uh, was able to watch some of this video information. And again, the video, the screen grab that we have uh, does show some officers with rifles as well as a shield a ballistic shield. Again, this screen grab was taken at 11.52 in the morning on May 24th. This screen grab, again, showing the officer, at least one officer, although there were several with the Yeah, so they're just going to talk about the one screen grab that they had, uh, that they had access to. Right there, now, that one screen grab alone says it all. Like, they were ready to go, and then they were... They were told to fucking. They were told to no. stand down, and then okay. There's a other things uh, that went on. One, uh, one of the things they said is, well, the door was locked. Well, come to find out, the door doesn't lock. The door wasn't locked. They could have went in. Uh, the other one uh, was that uh, one of the officers was actually arrested or detained because his wife was a teacher and she's one actually one of the te- one of the teachers who died who died and the two and she was yeah. bleeding out talking to him on the phone and he wanted to go in he would he would do what anybody would do any husband any any person with a conscience and that's what pisses me off about this you know you don't have to be a trained police officer to have the conscience to say Listen, I am going to put my life in danger to try saving these children or my wife. I would do that for my child. I would do that for your child. I would do that for my wife. I would do that for your wife. Because it's worth it's worth the risk. It's worth the risk of 
you know, I'm going to bust open this door, let him try shooting at me, and then try to see, try to take him out if I can. I, it doesn't mean you're going to be a hero, you're going to be Captain America or something like that. You may get shot in the process. They wear um, Kevlar vests. Does it stop every round? No, most of them are rated for handguns. But it gives them a better shot of survival than it does the children or the teachers. So this, this whole thing comes down to being cowards. The uh, superiors that made the call not to enter and stop them from being able to enter were cowards for making that call. The police officers for not questioning the calls or going against their superiors were cowards for doing that. Again, I said it before. We are not guaranteed protection by the police. That's why we should be carrying our own firearms. We protect ourselves. Police, are their job is not to protect. Their job is to investigate crimes, arrest criminals, and get the evidence needed for a prosecution. That's their job. They take the oath that they will protect people. They usually have it written as a slogan to serve and protect, but they are under no obligation to protect anybody. You have to protect yourself. You have to protect your own family. There was, there's a conspiracy with the police chief. Uh, remember, was it yeah. Beto Rourke when he went to it? You know, he, the police chief gave Beto Rourke a very large donation. I heard that. I, I, I haven't looked into it to see the validity of that, but I, I heard it. I, so, I, I think I, I saw that. it on Twitter. Yeah. And I think you sent it to me also. Yeah, my thing is, I said if if this is a if this is a bait and switch kind of thing, and they set that school up for a political beef, it's gonna get caught. It's gonna get brought up to the light, and it's gonna get it's gonna get thrown in a lot of people's faces that had that anything to do with it. The hard part is, is I the proof. I can't, and I can't. I can't imagine anybody would allow that many people to die just for political gain like that. My, I, I, is... my conscience, I, my conscience can't imagine somebody like a police chief doing, even if you're against guns and you want to see guns off the street to say, you know what, let's sacrifice these children. I, I just, I, I can't. I don't. I wouldn't want to think it like that. Anyways, it's just. It would be. It would be kind of disgusting. But when I saw that that little rabbit hole, I was like, oh, I really don't want to. I don't want to believe it. But the I think, way. Bit of work, made the comments. It kind. It kind of is piecing itself together. I, I remember think, uh, what it was. But this morning, uh, what Marjorie Green was doing an interview and a British reporter was like commenting about how mass shootings were. And she goes, 
you have mass stabbings in England. Well, and if you don't like it, go back to your country. Yeah, it, our, do we all like mass shootings? No, but we are not the only country. No, no. South Africa has more restrictive gun laws than we do, and they have mass shootings more regularly. What there was the there was a what a section in Africa where they don't have guns, so they got creative. They bombed a church with C four, right? Even if we take away all the guns, the people, the the non law abiding citizens, well, and it also will find on, a way to do something else. It depends on the size. You have to look at our population. We have yeah. 350 million people from all different uh, backgrounds, uh, ethnicities, uh, mental states, all of that. 350 million in the United States. When people talk about England or they talk about uh, Australia, first off, mass shootings weren't that, uh, that much back then. For the same reason, they're not, they don't happen that much in Michigan because... England is basically the size of Michigan. The UK is not that big. People, for some yeah. reason, like you look at a map and you think, oh, the UK is huge. It's not. It's State not. Of California is bigger than the, than the country of England. I think the country of England is like the size of, again, Michigan. I think it's yeah. like Michigan and Ohio put together. Yeah, it's not that large. No. Uh, both yeah. population and uh, um, size-wise. So when you're talking about that, that's that's like saying, okay, well, there we don't see a lot of mass shootings in, you know, uh, Utah. Okay, well, it's because there's not that many people and they're spread out. Um, you know, Australia. Didn't hardly have any. I think they had 13 in the course of like And every years. report like from like people, they wish they never gave up their guns in the 90s. Right. So when by the time they took their guns, after one, you know, bigger mass shooting, they had basically almost none to begin with. So to say that they have none afterwards isn't that big of a drop. And they still have it periodically. New Zealand had the one, what was it, a year or two ago at yeah. the church. Um, so, I mean, the thing is, is it, it's, it's not just that there's guns in the U.S. There's 400 million guns in the U.S. The fact that mass shootings only make up like, I want to say like 5% of uh, all shooting deaths in the United States a you year. You are more liable to get stabbed with a knife and dying by a knife than you are being shot by a gun. Not shot by a gun. Shot or by a rifle. Shot by a rifle. Yes. Um, Because most of the murders, most of the killings in the U.S., first off, most of them are suicide. Um, But even taking that out, most of them are done by handguns. Most of them are in the inner city and are related to gang violence, drug trade. So 
And the other part, too, is how they categorize a mass shooting. Depending on the statistics, sometimes it's four or more, sometimes it's three or more. Uh, depends on who's reporting on it and how they want to do it. Um, you know, and that could be literally somebody comes into our into my house, shoots me, my wife, and my son, and that's a mass shooting. Just like you know, school shootings account for anything that happens on school grounds. While we think of school shootings, we think of what happened in Uvalde, but most of the school shootings that happen happen, you know like a gang violence, you know, gangs shoot each other and it just happens to be that the person was on school grounds and they shot just that one person while they were, you know, walking out of school or something like that, or they did a drive-by or something like that. It's not, you know, people coming in, you know, Columbine style and going class to class. Those make the headlines, but they're not common. Do we need more security in school? Yes. Do we need to have metal detectors in school? No. I don't think metal detectors uh, would do much outside of uh, like they do at the uh, airport and it's just security theater. What we need is, again, my view, single entrance, multiple exits, cameras to be able to monitor uh, hallways and uh, classrooms. Um, and you need um, non-uniform security. Don't have a person in a uniform carrying a gun, because a lot of schools already have uh, police officers there, but a police officer. But you need non-uniform, you know, that a person entering the school doesn't automatically go, there's a person, you know, there's security right there, let me take them out first. They need somebody non-uniform carrying, again, concealed so that the kids don't see somebody with a gun walking around all the time. They can have it on them. It's concealed. Nope. Ah, so I would believe that's it for the night. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, no, before was... we go, uh, I got two videos so sure what the heck so uh let me pull this one and then um this one just because so uh first one is let me go here this guy this since we're talking about guns those of you who oppose gun safety measures it would be wise to compromise now while you still have some leverage, because public sentiment is turning against you. And I know you don't care about that, and it won't make a difference to you. Oh, did I mention this guy's a tool? He looks like a fucking tool. <laughs> I love how uh, the left always says you need to compromise, compromise. Do they realize that compromise means you have to give us something, not just take? Like, what are they giving us? The, the whole compromise thing. You Today or tomorrow. But eventually, in our eyes, your callousness and your unwillingness to compromise will make you complicit with the mass murderers who perpetrate crime after crime with guns. And that's when the time for negotiation on your part will be over. And we won't just be coming for your assault rifles and assault style weapons. We'll be coming for all your guns. 
So the time to negotiate. Oh no, my salt yeah. gun. <laughs> yes. He's coming for our guns. He's coming for our guns. Dear Lord, what are we going to do? I'm going to think he's a fly, and I'm going to shoot him with a salt gun. So his name is, uh, if you guys want to look him up, uh, is uh, Ben Ryan ben Kramer. Brian, B-R-Y-E, Ben Ryan Kramer. So uh, I, I never understood this uh, this whole thing. Uh, you know, you have to compromise on this. This is a compromise. What the hell are you compromising? They're not compromising anything. In order to compromise, we have to meet in the middle somewhere. So if they want us to give something up, what are they going to give us in return? Not a damn thing. No. All he's doing is he's threatening. He's saying, do what we say now or we're going to come and take your stuff later. I don't think he understands that most people are not going to give up their gun. Like in his in his leftist little circle... Yeah, they want the guns. We're going to take their guns. We're leftists. We're going to do this. We're going to. You're not going to stand up to the U.S. Army. Well, bring it that far. See what happens. Well, how's that's the same go? Fuck around and find out. So, I, I love I love, the, uh, love that argument that the U.S. people will not take on the U.S. Army uh, or the U.S. military, period. So... The United States has two versions of military. They have those that are ran by the federal government, paid for by the federal government, armed by the federal government. And then you have the people, which is the largest free. Why do you think nobody comes to try to invade? Right. Because the citizens themselves are armed. Right. We are our own army. That's that's what the militia is. When in the First Amendment, when they say a well-regulated militia, what they mean is people being armed and ready. The thing is, when when joining the military and you take that oath, it even says that you will you will fight battles foreign and domestic. But it also tells you you have the right, the ability to defend the Constitution. So if you feel that your government is overstepping their fucking bounds by telling you to turn on them, some of them may be good soldiers and follow their their president or their, their chief, their commander over that cliff. But you're going to have more that are going to be like, eh, I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that at least the soldiers that I know and the military people that I know have enough of a conscience is, is that they won't. We actually have more vets than active members. And the vets, if I know I know a handful of vets are like, yeah, no. So it's gonna, it's gonna, it would be interesting to see if that would even transpire. So would it happen initially? You know, they start sending police to confiscate guns and stuff. Initially, you'll see it, you'll see it in the news, and it'll get to a point where people are going to get fed up and say, "No, I'm fighting back. I'm not letting you take this." 
And that's unfortunately when we fall into civil war. And it's not going to be because of the rights, the right side, the the conservative side in our guns. It's going to be because the left and the leftists are trying to take that. Oh, it, they're the it, ones that America are going to start splits, it. It's it's going to be text. It's going to be all of the southern part. It's going to be the true south and north. No, no, it won't. It'll you be. Think? It's not going. No, it's not going to be north versus south. Like it was before it's going to be neighbor versus neighbor yeah it's going to be me and my liberal neighbor across the street and he's going to join one side i'm going to be on the other yeah i'm going to be on the side of freedom and the side of personal responsibility and the side of smaller government he's going to be on the totalitarian side oh yeah that's what it's going to be it it's going to be you versus it's going to be half your town versus the other half. Oh yeah. It, it's not going to be uh it's not going to be a line, the Mason Dixon line, uh, you know, splitting uh the union from the Confederate. We we All would right. like to hope for that. What's the next one? So the next one, I thought we'd just have a little bit of uh entertainment and uh watch Shakira shake her stuff a little bit. I'm all for Shakira. She's actually, this is like a recent video. This isn't like uh, the old video that she did. I was going to say, when, like, the original. So this is from her. She seemed to be a whole lot thicker in her original video than. No, I'm not saying that she doesn't look splendid now at all. Because oh, she Shakira. looks freaking amazing now. Oh, Are you yeah. kidding me? No, she is um, hot as hell. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. And and when they talk about those hips don't lie, like, but they were make they were bigger of stuff. I would say they were they were thicker. But you got to remember that was also like 20 years ago, almost like Yeah, I think uh, I think ago. it was like yeah, when when did that song come out? I think I was in college, like early college when this came out. You're going to look it up, aren't you? I am. <laughs> but uh also look up how old she actually is cuz I can't she can't be but our age. She's 45. Oh, 5 years older than me. Okay. Damn, she looks good. So 45 is now the new what? 28? I don't fucking know. Good Lord. Um, Do you ever think about that when you were younger? Like how, like the women in their 40s looked a lot older than people in their 40s do now. Like, and I don't mean that just because I'm older, but like. That song came out in 2001. Holy shit. Wow. 21 years ago. But she also had curly blonde hair. Now she's red that brunette. Kind of red brunette. I don't know. I'm she not is, knocking it. She I, is still I, freaking hot. So I just wanted to, I, I'm like, you know what? I got nothing to show. So I'm going to show Shakira shaking her hips. Well, based on that, then 
people then that's it for fire talk radio uh remember uh, check us out on youtube fire talk radio uh we go live uh even though we are a pre-recorded show you can always catch us live entertain talk with us um website is firetalkradio.com uh email is firetalknetwork at gmail.com voicemail is 814-380-9820 check us out on facebook um and that's it. Yeah, look up it. Fire Talk Radio on Facebook, Fire Talk Radio on YouTube, all of that. We're everywhere. Uh, well, we're not. And we're on, not on t- all streaming services. So you'll find us on Spotify, everything but Pandora. Because um, they hate hell, us. Oh, you can even ask Alexa to play us. Really? I need to get an Alexa Man. just to just to say, play Fire <laughs> Talk Radio. wonder if Siri can do that. Hey, Siri. Wake uh. up. Hey Probably. Siri, play Fire Talk Radio. Here's Faith Talk FM 92.7 AM <laughs> on 500 WLQV on Apple Music. That is not who I said. No, it is not. Siri's on. And we crap. are not affiliated with Faith Talk Radio at all. No. They, we would not last on that channel. They, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll see you guys uh, next time. See you next week. We can only count to four. We can only count to four. We can only count to four. Man, I am sweating balls in my office God right damn. now.